everyone. Happy New Year and welcome to a new year of our Bible Stays for Life Kids Training Podcast. For those of you who may be joining us for the first time, we are so glad that you are here. The purpose of these podcasts is just to help encourage and equip you as you prepare to teach these powerful truths. Well, I am Kimba, and I am the publishing team leader for Bible Stays for Life, and I'm here today with some two very good friends. Um, Landon and Jennifer, why don't you introduce um, yourself to our listeners for those that may be, may be new? All right, I'll, I'll go first. My name is Landon, and I'm the content editor for Bible Studies for Life Kids. And I think one thing that's made this new year great so far is New Year's resolutions. I love making new goals with myself, with my family, and kind of thinking about where we want to be this time, you know, three months from now or six months from now. I love that, Landon. That's good. Um, I'm Jennifer, and I am a production editor for Bible Studies for Life Preschool. One thing that I really love about a new year is just that feeling of a clean slate, that fresh start. I like change. So I like that every year we get a reset. I agree. I mean, it is something um, special about the new year. And one, one tradition that I started with our family that I've enjoyed it, but I don't think my kids necessarily enjoyed it, but, um, is that we, every year at new year's, we write a letter to our future self. And then we open up our letter that we wrote last year to ourselves and that's been really fun because like, you know, just going back and saying, okay, this is, here's my goals for the year. And then that next year, a year later, I can read that letter and to see how God has, has moved in our life. So my kids roll their eyes whenever I pull out the piece of paper and like, Hey, let's write these letters. But I tell them, I think it's something that they'll enjoy whenever they're adults to go back and look at like, what did I write to myself when I was age 13? <laughs> you know, what was, what was a priority at age 13? So of course they will, they will probably thank you later on. That is such a neat idea. I <laughs> love it. Well, we are glad that y'all are here with us as we kick off this, this new year. And I know many of us, you know, we talked about New Year's resolutions or, or maybe some of you are um, planning ahead or maybe decluttering your house. Maybe you've boxed up some old unwanted clutter or junk as you made room for your new, new presents and new, new things coming in. Oh, I definitely do that. I'm a planner. So I love that, you know, transition that this time of year. So it stuff is coming in, stuff is going out. <laughs> Well, yeah. And Jennifer, you, what, what you're saying, it really kind of fits in with our session this week. We're starting about, or we're starting a new four week unit on Jesus and salvation, the salvation that he offers all of us. But this first session is all about God's preparation. We're talking about specifically about John the Baptist who came to prepare the way for Jesus's public ministry on earth. I think I love that just just stressing preparation because I think all kids know the importance of preparation. You know, you could ask your kids, okay, what steps did you do to get ready for the day? Perhaps they got dressed, maybe ate breakfast, put on their shoes. Um, and then what steps did they take as they prepare for bed? You know, brush their teeth, take a bath, put on pajamas, read a bedtime story. So I think kids will definitely relate to just the concept of preparation for things. I completely agree. You know, for preschoolers and younger kids really can engage with John the Baptist in this story that way. Those are some small preparations, yet they matter. So how much more do God's preparations matter? God wanted to prepare 
people for his own coming. In other words, the arrival of Jesus and the start of Jesus's public ministry. This Bible story has significant spiritual implications for us. That's exactly right, Jennifer. And you know, turning to older kids and preteens for just a moment, I, I really think it's important to know that they can benefit from talking about this need for preparation uh, on a little bit deeper level. So leaders, consider asking your older kids, what happens if they don't study for a test before taking it? Or what happens if they don't pack a suitcase or fill up the car with gas before taking a trip? They'll understand these things. Um, what was that famous saying by Benjamin Franklin? Uh, oh, okay. Uh, by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Obviously, God never fails us, but I understand what you're meaning here. God is orderly and he values preparation. So he's always in the process of preparing his people to encounter him, whether that was long ago with John the Baptist or with us today. That's true. And leaders don't take that truth lightly. You know, just remember that God is in the process of preparing your kids right now. You know, he's preparing them to come to church and to be in your class. And we just pray for them this week um, as they, as God is preparing them. And throughout this whole unit, we encourage you to pray for your kids, that they would see who Jesus really is and come to a saving knowledge of him. Oh, that's so important. That's so important. And leaders, yeah, maybe at a little different angle, you might also consider taking a closer look at John the Baptist uh, as, a, as, a, a, as a biblical leader in this story. John consistently shines the spotlight on Jesus and not himself, even though he had the opportunity to point the, point the spotlight right at himself. He turns it away and points it to Jesus. John may be outspoken and maybe even a little rough around the edges, but he clearly knows who he is and he knows who God has called him to be. He doesn't feel the need to hold on to attention, and he always points people to Jesus, which is exactly what we are called to do. And I would just add one thing to that, leaders, because this is such a rich passage of Scripture. Consider having your kids take time to identify who Jesus is and how he's portrayed in this passage as well. In fact, I'd encourage you to let that be your overarching theme throughout the unit. Who is Jesus? What do we learn about Jesus when John baptizes him? What does God's voice say about Jesus? What appears and descends? If Jesus, God's son, the creator of the universe, is willing to humble himself and be baptized by his own creation, what does that say about his character and who he is to us? That's right, Jennifer. I need that. That's that's the good stuff. And what a great start to the new year, guys. Leaders, don't forget to look at the levels of biblical learning to learn about how you can express this concept throughout the Bible story. And leaders, I also encourage you to look at the leader Bible study as you're preparing to teach this week. And please know that we are praying for you. Yes, we are. We will see you next time, friends.